Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. So today I want to talk about a really crazy story of something horrible that the government almost did to its own people. The government doing something horrible to its own people. (laughs) Never heard of that before. I know, I know, especially in the last two years, man. Um, But this, this horrible thing that almost happened is called Operation Northwoods. And to give a little background, we're going to start with just a quick refresher on the Cold War and what that was. Um, So the Cold War was a conflict between the United States and the communist Soviet Union. And basically, this was a conflict that centered around whether communism or freedom worked better. Yeah, and the Cold War, I think, was was pretty different from from most of the wars we hear about because, and this is what its name implies, it, it wasn't physical fighting, right? It was cold versus a hot mm-hmm. war. A hot war would be like us bombing each other. So instead, they were sponsoring wars between other countries to do their fighting for them, which ended up just being a huge, huge mess. A lot of these things we're still kind of dealing with today. You know, America was selling weapons to this country and you know mm-hmm. doing things here and just being pretty terrible. So. Um, so anyway, so it said that, you know, we're sponsoring these wars, as we talked about, and getting other people to fight them for them. And they were putting economic restrictions on trade, sometimes called sanctions, but not always. And they mm-hmm. were competing through innovations such as the space race, which honestly, we could do a whole other episode on. And this is not a cool space race. Well, kind of cool, but not like the one <laughs> we're, we're seeing today with the billionaires. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's interesting talking about the Cold War because I remember growing up, I would hear that term and think, well, were they fighting somewhere that was yeah. really cold? <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, like you said, it just means that you're not physically fighting. So part of the Cold War was um, America was really worried about Cuba, which is a communist country, or was at the time and still pretty much is. It's kind of an interesting situation. Um, But Cuba was super close to our border. Cuba is only 90 miles away from uh, the Florida Keys, which is technically part of the United States. So a lot of people were worried because Fidel Castro was a a communist ruler who had a violent, bloody revolution in the Cuban government, overthrew the government, started his own basically communist government. And um, he was thinking about potentially working with the Soviets. We had some information that led us to believe that they were going to start working together. So the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which are basically this this group of military leaders in the United States, they represent all the different branches of the military. They report to the president. It's a very, very high-ranking group of people. They came up with this plan because they were worried about what Cuba was going to do to us, and they thought that Cuba was potentially a threat. And, you know, that's a that's a pretty legitimate fear. If if Cuba was a threat to us, you know, you want to be careful. You want to be making sure that we're defending our country. But they took that that intention and and came up with this horrible plan. This it's just wait until you guys hear about what they were going to do. They basically came up with a plan to attack Americans, to bomb cities, to hijack planes, to blow up entire ships in the ocean, United States ships and blame it on Cuba to get people to want to go to war with Cuba. So crazy. It is insane. It's really crazy. So they called this Operation Northwoods, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff, they all got together, and they all signed on to it. They all said, this is a good idea. We need to do this for, for national security, which is something that we hear all the time with stupid ideas. It's about national security. It's about keeping us safe. 
And they took it to John F. Kennedy, who was president at the time, and he declined to uh, to allow it. He said, we're not doing this. This is not going to happen. We're not going to kill people to get us to go to war. And they were not happy about that. The Joint Chiefs did not like that. And this was something that was actually classified up until I believe it was 2001 or maybe 2005. It was in the 2000s. Um, so this was a secret for a really long time. And this is this is something that you hear a lot of people say when they talk about distrusting the government and distrusting um, what the government says it's going to do for us and talks about protecting our best interests and keeping us safe, um, especially in sort of libertarian circles. Operation Northwoods is something that's referenced all the time because it's proof that the government does not always look out for us. They do not always do what they're going to say they're going to do. And a lot of times they're willing to actually let horrible things happen to us just to make a point or just to get to do something that they really want to do. Which is terrifying, right? And it's not yeah. just America. There's just America. A lot of other countries put their, you know, people in harm's way, but you think about it and that's what war is. I mean, let's look at Iraq. In mm -hmm. Iraq, we were told that there were weapons of mass destruction and we had our own people sent over there to fight a war for something that didn't wasn't real. There were no weapons of mass destruction or at least none that we ever found. Mm -hmm. So even though that's not like Operation Northwoods where we're deliberately, you know, there wasn't plans to deliberately kill people to start a war, this was the same thing almost because we're sending our, you know, 18-year-old boys who don't really know what they're signing up for. And a lot of these kids couldn't get into college or they can't afford it. And so they sign up for the military thinking that's their chance to, to be yeah. good at something. And instead, we're sending them over to basically start a war. It actually reminds me of if you've ever seen Princess Bride, you know, in the beginning, they're talking about how to start a war and they kidnap mm -hmm. the princess, Princess Buttercup, and their plan is to kill her and, and make it look like another country killer to try to get the two countries in a war because war is profitable and, and war is power. And and it's really sickening if you think about it, because, you know, if you've ever played chess, people are, are like pawns, you know, and pawns are yeah. chess players often sacrifice pawns to to protect their queen, you know, it's actually very similar to what's happening here. And so a lot of times citizens, people like you and I, we're treated like pawns, like we're disposable and, and we can just be gotten rid of if if it serves, you know, and I say this in quotes, you know, the national interest. So it's yeah. very scary. And I think this is, you know, one of the biggest reasons that a lot of people like you said are, are libertarian because they see this, they study history and they think, why have we let this happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're so right. And this specific kind of plot is actually, it has a name. It's called a false flag. Yes. And basically what it is, is it's committing an act of aggression and then blaming it on someone else. And it's it's done for, like you said, to, to move forward with a certain task or a certain purpose and using people like pawns. And the only purpose of Operation Northwoods, this horrible plan, was to convince more Americans that going to war with Cuba was a good idea because it didn't have a ton of public support. There was no real clear reason for us to go to war with them. They hadn't attacked us. It would be very different, you know, for people to support defending ourselves if there was like a Pearl Harbor type of situation where we were attacked and we needed to defend our country. Um, but but this is very different. This is actually lying and misleading people, trying to convince them that war is a good idea. And like like I said, a big reason why they wanted to do this was to oust Fidel Castro, who Castro was a bad guy. Like, don't get me wrong here. I'm not trying to say that he should have been in power. He was a communist. We've talked it's about the same communism. with like Saddam Hussein, right? In Iraq, right. also a exactly. bad dude. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there are plenty of bad people that are in power around the world. 
Um, and, and we've talked about this on past episodes, talking about Afghanistan and the conflict going on there. But we can't, we can't make it our job to ensure that every country has the perfect leader there. And, and we, we certainly that. don't have perfect no. leaders here. <laughs> no, we don't either. And if other countries wanted to come tell us, you know, hey, you need to have a better guy in power, we're going we're gonna to attack you and try to provoke a war so that we can come in and engineer your, your politics, we would be outraged and we would be very upset about that. And, you know, the cool thing is people in Cuba have naturally started responding. There are all of these Cuban protests going on, and we've talked about this in the past. They are naturally, like, organically fighting back against the tyranny in their country, which is what happens when people are pushed too far. Um, but we don't need the United States to come in and try to, you know, fake things and set things up and kill people, kill innocent people to try to make those things happen. So that's that's kind of the the underlying theme here is that, you know, the government doesn't always have our best interests at heart. And maybe they have some plan or some strategy that they want to go forward with. But it doesn't mean that we should just automatically trust what they're going to say. And it's there have been all sorts of, of things like this where the government is actually acting against the best interest of the people while saying that it's for our best interest. So it's uh, it's not the first time that something like this has happened, and it's not the last time, I'm sure. It took 40 years for this information to come out and to become public, and it actually only became public because people were making a documentary about um, about who killed JFK. And people mm. were saying, well, maybe it was the Joint Chiefs of Staff because they were mad that he wouldn't go along with Operation I got Warface. my own theories about that, but we won't I get know, into I that know. today. We, <laughs> we will get into that today. That might be a, another conversation or something maybe. like that. We might not make a podcast yeah, I don't on think that. we'll make a podcast. Yeah, probably not. But it's it took people basically uncovering these documents from a leak for them to even come to light. So that's that's another thing is I think our government does not tell us nearly enough about what it's up to and what it's doing. And I think if we knew uh, knew everything that was going on, there would be a lot more people that did not trust the government. So that's that's kind of my take on on the the hiddenness of all of this. I think there's another important lesson here. Like you said, how these documents came to light. And I think it's very important. You know, we have things like the Freedom of Information Act where you can petition the government essentially and say, you need to show us this. Now, that mm-hmm. doesn't always work. The government can say like, no, national security, we can't show you this. But it, it's pretty cool that some, so some things have a time limit where it's like after a certain amount of time, they have to be released, though that doesn't mean they necessarily are. And sometimes like there's big chunks of it missing, like you'll just see things blacked out. Yeah. But if, you know, we put pressure on government, it doesn't always work, but a lot of times that's what it takes to get the truth out there. And what's funny to me is if you tell people about Operation Northwoods, a lot of people will tell you you're a conspiracy theorist. They'll tell you this isn't real. And it's sad because you can Google the document. We'll put it in the show notes. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to get it. And these aren't from like conspiracy theory sites, right? This is from a .gov site. So it's funny to me how much people don't want to believe it because nobody wants to believe that their own government is capable of doing this, even though I think war in in itself is a perfect example because we send our people out to die for something the government may or may not be telling us the full story. So I think that's really important to remember. It is. Yeah. And and intentions and the things that we hear and the things that we're told are not always the things that are actually happening and they aren't the real intentions. And maybe that's another podcast we could talk about is times that the government has actively deceived us or misled us to- I think a shorter episode would be times they've told us the truth. 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think it's a it's a shorter list, but yeah, we're going to we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here guys. Thank you for listening. Um I'll be sure to link a couple of articles where you can even kind of see some of the documents that came out about this if you're interested. I know I'm I love like true crime and conspiracies yes, and stuff like that <laughs> and this is definitely like a real life version of that. So, thank you for listening and we will talk to you guys all soon. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.